We are so excited you've decided to listen to this week's sermon podcast. Hey, we release sermon podcasts weekly, so be sure to follow us and hit that notification bell so you can be notified when episodes are released. God bless and enjoy. I don't have anything for you that's explosive tonight. We may not have people running to the altar, but I have a very practical and powerful word for us to consider just for a few minutes. And uh, I know it's just me and you and the rest of the world is watching. Uh, but it's just us. And uh, if I promised you that no matter how old you are, how long you've been around, how long you've had the Holy Ghost, how long you've been prophesying, if I could, if I could share some wisdom with you tonight, would you believe that? Because that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to just share some good, wise counsel and word with you tonight. And I say that for a reason. Hold on to it. And it's not because I think I'm wise. I'm going to just share some wisdom with you. And so just just hear me. Let's do it. We're going to the book of Proverbs. Chapter 8. We're going to read one verse and we'll be seated. That is verse number 22. Proverbs 8 and 22. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I'll read it again because there were still pages flipping. I want you to make sure we're right. The Lord possessed me, possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his works of old. The word old right there is referring to his first works known to man in the Old Testament. Now, what is it that can write? What is it that can declare? I was there with God before there was a world, before the beginning of time. We'll talk about it. I want to preach to you for just a little bit tonight. There is a friend. There is a friend. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. You're an awesome God. We thank you for this Wednesday evening crowd. Thank you for all of our young people, all of our children that are out in other buildings this evening, some having their parties, some learning, some working. Thank you for that. Touch those teachers. Let them enjoy themselves. Let them have a freshness while they teach. Bless them with an anointing. And do that for us here today, Lord, as we go into your word. Touch each and every one of us. And we declare it done with a special anointing right now in Jesus' matchless name. Name we pray. Come on, love the Lord just one time before you're seated. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. God bless you. There is a friend. There is a friend. So I want to share a uh, just a couple definitions with you because it'll really make this word. Uh, come to life for us right now. The, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. I, I thought that was interesting. In the beginning of his way. I mean, people always ask, where'd God come from? What was God doing before he created the earth? 
You know, where did he come from? Where was his beginning? What's his origin? What is, what is it? And uh, we don't know all those answers. We'll understand that better by and by. But here is the word. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. Well, I wanted to know, since we don't know, what is the way? What, is, what was God's way? Before he created anything, before he'd done anything, before we have knowledge and record, what was, what was the way? That's a, that's a fair question. And so uh, I looked this up, and the word means here that, you know, there's a lot of definitions to way, but what it means right here, the way is the direction of moral character. Now watch this. So... It's clear to whoever or whatever is writing this, wherever this comes from, that God made a decision what kind of God he would be before he ever created anything. I'll be a dictator. I'll be a lover. I'll be a, a, a you know, I'll be a, a, a tight, you know. I, he, he, he had a plan. He, he had a purpose before he ever done his old work. Now, watch this. This is the spirit of wisdom speaking to us. Uh, it's being written as though it's in first person. Like this spirit has a pen and is writing. We know the pen of a man writes it, but it's the very wisdom of God that's speaking through the man. All right? And so... That's why I was telling you, if I can share some wisdom with you tonight, and that's what we're going to do. And so this is the spirit of, 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 of wisdom in, in the first person. Like if you say, I will. If I say, you will, that's second person. If you say, oh, Rusty, that's third person. That's me telling you about me. And referring to me by name. We've got a dad and I have a mutual pastor friend. I won't call his name in the open, but he always, when he's talking about himself, he says, I'll tell you what, old, and he calls his own name. Any, in every conversation, you know, and, and it's interesting because you think there's other people there, you know, but they're not. It's just him. But this is wisdom speaking in the first person. And so if this was flesh and blood or an ordinary man, it would sound like the most arrogant human being you'd ever, you'd never want to be around this person. I mean, because of so many claims that are about to, to come out. You know, if we thought this is just a, another person speaking. But it's not. It's the spirit and the attribute of wisdom written in the word of God. So all the next few statements that are about to be made in our reading come from the spirit of wisdom that was present with God before God started his own direction. Y'all heard me when I read it, didn't you? Wisdom said before he started his way. His ways of old, before he done that. And so, here the spirit of wisdom says, before God showed it out, or before he put it on display, or before he started in his old way concerning the earth and, and all that dwells in it, is, is uh, what, what the Bible says here. So, it'll be very important to hear what wisdom has to say to us tonight. 
Not just wisdom, not wisdom of man, not wisdom of, of Moses or Jeremiah or Joshua or Isaiah or Simon Peter or Paul or, or any of the apostles and disciples, but, but the wisdom that God possessed, a spirit of wisdom that, that would later come to be known through Solomon and through his writings and through his education and such. And so here, here is this wisdom. So if this is the spirit that was before the earth, before God even put his direction on the screen, we better listen to this. Oh, boy, that, that brings it home, doesn't it? This important stuff right here. So listen, be very important to see what it says. Verse 23, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. Before there was an earth, there was wisdom. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, it could say I was there. When he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth. Wow. Then I was by him as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight. Rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth. And my delights were with the sons of men. So now he's talking about during and after creation and the angels. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children. Wisdom says, listen to me, O ye children. For blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whosoever findeth me life and shall obtain, whosoever findeth me life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Signed. Wisdom. Y'all, that's incredible. I mean, that's, when, when, when we get a hold of that right there, uh, the spirit that was before anything, a, a spirit that, yes, belonged to God, but also dwelt along with God. It was there. The Lord possessed that when he created us. He didn't just, as, as God, just say, hey, I'm going to throw this together and see if it works. It was all done in a certain way. He made a decision what that way would be. And then he chose how he would do it, when he would do it, where he would do it, how long it would take him. And in all of that, he done it with wisdom. That's big right there. I shared all of that to get to one little short verse in closing. This is what I want to leave you with here tonight. We live in a lonely society. 
very, very, very lonely society. I, 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 won't, I won't break confidence, but in the last few days, I've had the opportunity to visit with some people, and they just say, I'm tired. I'm just tired of not having anybody I can trust. Tired of not having a confidant. Tired of not having somebody that just put their arm around me and really look me in the eye and say, I love you. Not because of what you have, what you can give me, what you possess, but because of who you are. There's so much loneliness on display in the world. Uh, Missy and I were at uh, McAllister's. We were sitting there, uh, and I looked around the room, and I looked at one family, and there were four people sitting there. They were all on their phone. I intentionally studied those people. They never spoke to one another that I know of. So I looked in front of me and there was a couple late 30s, man and a woman, his facing me. Their table was turned the opposite way of ours. And he's facing me, her back's to me. I never noticed them except one time right before they got up to leave and he probably said, let's go. I never did. Matter of fact, it, it was, made such an impression on her that she said, they just talked. And we wonder why we're lonely. We don't know the people that, we, that we're connected to. We, we don't have any connection, you know. We, 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 we know the character on Blue's Clues or something. That's grandkids for you. You know, we, we know Clifford the Big Red Dog better than we know our family. Come on, somebody hear me. There's a Clifford fan. And so, somebody hear me right now. Because this fixing get this gonna get good. It's, it's gonna be real short, but it's gonna be real good. But I want to tell you something. Friends are at a minimal. Real friends are at a very minimal count. It, it, it's a, it's a fact. It's a fact. And and we do have friends, but I'm not talking about Facebook friends. Every time I get on to make a church announcement or make some funny post, try to make somebody's day a little lighter, do something, just take a few moments and, and get on there. And I've been cutting up a little bit lately intentionally because it's a depressing season. And there are 3,100 people that profess to be my friends. 3,100 people. Some of those people live a two days flight away. I don't know their middle name, don't know their last name, don't know what they drive, where they live, if they've got children. Don't know nothing about them, but they're my friends. This is what the world would want us to think. That recognition is friendship. Therefore, there can be no deep bonds. There can be no deep connections. There can be no three-cord, unbreakable ropes. Oh, I'm not talking about your Facebook friends. You may be maxed out. Uh, these young people, and, and if you and if you got it, that's between you and the Lord, and I don't care. It don't make me a bit of difference. It really doesn't. But I'm not a TikToker. I, I just I don't do it. It just whatever reason I don't I don't like it, and maybe it, I don't know. But people's got all these ten second TikTok friends. I mean, just hundreds and hundreds of little short videos and clips. And I'll get a call every now and then from somebody that I love, and they'll say, oh, you got to see this. Or I'm going to send you something off of TikTok. And I don't mind it. Send it to me. If it'll make me laugh, it's great. But I'm not going to sit there and explore and try to find somebody that can make me feel good. They don't know me. 
You know, I mean, I hope you would do it for me and I'd do it for you. We're friends. But friends had a very minimal worldwide. Watch this. You got friends on Twitter or X now, friends. And, and so I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, that, that those people, none of them would be there for you because absolutely some of them would be. But friends are just at a, 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 an all-time low in America. Watch this right here. There's, there's, there's been a study. The study was done in 2021. It was a survey. The survey data concludes this. Average American, and that means person living in the United States, doesn't, doesn't mean literally nationality, but average American has between three and five what they consider close friends that they can trust. Y'all, that's pitiful. That's pathetic that there's only maybe three people in the world that you could trust. I mean, think about that a minute. Three and five close friends. According to this same survey, 49% report having three or fewer. So half the nation. That means 160 million people say they've got less than three friends that they could truly count on if they were in a pinch. Well, we need some friends. One that's willing to be the designated driver. When you're drunk on self-image. Ooh. And self-harm and intoxicated with ignorance. Somebody that can take the will. Oh. Let me just go. Sister Beckham, I'm almost done. Key words to friendships. Somebody that cares. Somebody I can trust. Let me share some wisdom. Hey, have you ever heard the phrase? It's been, it's been quoted so many times. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Boy, we have, we, have, we have worn that one out. Most people don't know anything about that verse. Don't know what the setting is, where it comes from. Uh, uh, I've, I've heard people give claim to all kinds of people. You know, I've heard people say, Jesus said. I've heard people say John said. I've heard, I've heard people say all kind of stuff. But where we get that is, is pretty incredible. So look at your neighbor for just a moment and, and, and just, get, just get serious for just a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm serious, Sister Beckham. I'm, I'm ready whenever you're ready to come play. I'm, I'm going to close this thing down right here in a minute. And just kind of get that serious look on your face. Cock your head sideways. And say it with all seriousness that you can muster up. Say, say this right here. For real. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And then I want you to emphasize this next word. But. Whoa. Watch this. Because here's the verse. And it comes out of the book of wisdom comes out of the book of wisdom. The one that could write and say, I've known him longer than anybody. This is where it comes from. Proverbs 18 and 24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Why don't we have any friends? 
Why do we feel alone? Why do we feel downtrodden? Why do we feel depressed? Because we don't have real connections. Why do we feel down and out? Because there's nobody we can trust. There's nobody we can talk to. There's nobody I can cry. There's nobody that'll drive my car for me when I'm intoxicated on, on self-mutilation. You know, we're still dealing with an age of cutters. Young people, children, 13, 14, 15, 10 years old. Get upset. And the best thing that feels good is to take a knife and cut themselves. They're grown. You see hundreds of scars up and down each arm. Why? Because they don't feel loved. Mama loves me. Yeah, but the mama's supposed to love you. Yeah, you know what we need in life? We need somebody we can trust. We need somebody we can talk to that's not going to get on Facebook and tell everything. It's not going to pick up the phone and start texting or tweeting or TikToking about me and making funny videos. And Come on, we, we need... But the fact is, there's already that somebody and wisdom already knows him from the depths of his ways before he ever began to shape and form an earth. He said, there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. tell some of us why we don't have friends we don't have friends because we're not friendly we don't have anybody we can trust because every time they trust us we break their trust by telling their business hey I'm going to just say this right here and, and, and there's, there's people that do it in this building I love you and I'll always love you but you know what course let me just exclude my dad because he's not smartphones are not his thing let me just exclude him we we always cut up with him tell him he needs dumb phone and uh uh, but but anytime he tries to talk and he puts up to his ear he'll mute it and he hang up and call you back and say what where'd you go i said i don't know where i was listening to you you were saying that dumb phone he must have hung up on me i can't hear nothing he said I don't know how it happens, but it happens. Or backwards. Yeah, no, I'm covering for you. Okay, then you're in the pile. <laughs> I, I don't like it when people call me in front of other people on speakerphone. That is not good phone ethics. What if I have to tell you something important is right now the restaurant don't need to hear it? So there's some folks I just won't call. And I'll say, are you by yourself? When I call dad, I know he's on speaker. It's the only thing he knows how to do. And I say, hey, we cool? Is anybody with you? I got to tell you something. I just pray about something. Something that you think about. Here's why. Because sometimes that phone is telling things to the whole world that the world don't need to hear. Pray for me. I'm in a jam. I, I got two seconds. I hear people say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on right here. I'm I'm with a bunch of people. Why'd you answer me on speaker in the first place? (laughs) Come on. I'm not going to do that to you. And if I do, I'm going to say, hello, don't talk about Brother Bradley because he's with me. That's exactly how I will answer. If my truck picks it up before my phone, I'll say, hey, don't say nothing bad about my wife. She's sitting here. That's just me letting you know. And then I'll say politely, because a lot of people like to talk to their pastor in private. I'll say, would you like for me to put you on a private call? 
And if so, then I'll put them in my ear and, and, and they know somebody's with me. We need to have the kind of trust that we know somebody's already covering me. When the phone rings, I'm calling a friend. When I call that friend, I'm covered. What I say is not going to be repeated. It's not going to be told. It's not going to be talked about. You know why we don't have friends? Because we don't show ourselves friendly. Now, I'm going to spin it on you because everybody's thinking about your friends and your neighbor and your family. But that's not what wisdom's talking about. Wisdom's talking about having a friend in Jesus. Watch this right here. Here, this, this gets good. Friend. Listen to this. Right here, the word friend is what's called a reciprocal phrase. What does that mean? In layman's terms, it's a two-way street. You're not my friend if I'm not your friend. So the Lord put it out here and he's letting us know through the spirit of wisdom that says being a friend is an action word. We used to, we used to tell our family all over everywhere, we'd say, hey, I, we know y'all want, we, we, y'all want us to come there. But remember the interstate runs east and west. The streets of friendship go both ways. I can't always be on a receiving end of something and after a while you feel like, man, I'm just giving, 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 giving. Don't get nothing back. Don't get a phone call. Don't get a hello. I kiss my foot. Nothing. I just, it'd just be kind. It'd just be nice if somebody just every now and then say, hey, you doing good? And them not have to say, wonder what they want. Come on. And so with the Lord, here's what he's saying. If you want a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, then you will become his friend and you will give. Because the meaning of friend right here is a two-way street of companionship full and laced with intimacy both directions. Bible said he lives in me and I abide in him the Holy Ghost in me and me in his church me in his presence I'm praising him he's protecting me I'm giving to him he's making sure my job is protected that's what friends do if I'm invested financially, he's invested financially. If I'm invested with my time, he's invested. Too many people want to give God the last 35 seconds of their day when he's been there all day. How long can you keep a good friendship like that? Being a friend of God is a reciprocal phrase. It goes east and west. And after a while, he'll sit back and say, I'm going to just wait on you to come to me. I've been coming to you all this time. See, some people, what is it? Is it Staples that's got the big red easy button? Some people think the church is Staples. Show up only, only when it's bad. Please, if it's bad, show up. But don't leave when he fixes it. People come in, puts the family together and heals the children. It's not going to be a funeral. It's not going to be a divorce court. It's not going to be a bankruptcy because they came in and pounded the big red button. And a friend stepped up said you're in my house you're calling my name you're praying what can I do for you and then in a little while they're busy on Wednesday they're busy on Sunday they're, and the Lord said 
always had a friend in him. Because if the very spirit of wisdom says friendship is a two-way street and it's speaking of God being that friend, then we can't always just sit around like this. Give me time, give me health, give me money, give me, 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 give me. Sometimes we've got to be the one that gets the attention of God. How do I do that? I love you. You're my friend. You're my savior. You're my king. We are intimate. I'm in your presence and you're in my soul. We're, we're, we know one another in and out. I know your children. I know those around me that I'm laboring with. And when I get intoxicated on pride, he's the designated driver that says, I'm going to keep you straight until you get your mind right. I'm going to keep you on the road. I don't want you to end up in the ditch somewhere lost and on your way to hell because of pride. Because you think you're all that in a bag of chips. So I'm going to take the, Lord, I, I just, I feel like I'm out of control. You are. He's got the will. You had control so long, you were about to crash. A friend. A friend. There is a friend. His name is Jesus Christ. Here's all he asks. Repent of your sins. Turn away from them. Take on my name in water baptism. Let me fill you with my spirit, the comforter that's going to fall in my name that's called the Holy Ghost. Let me lead you and guide you. You be there for me and I'll be there for you. And someday as friends, oh yeah, he's a savior and a judge and all the other 300 some odd titles. But as friends, someday we'll get to walk on streets of gold with a, with a nail-scarred friend. It's, that's it. What a friend. Come on, singers. I always want to have that friend named Jesus. I recognize that, but now that you bring it to me and you trust me to talk to me about it. See, there's people that's been abused and discarded. I visited with, with a person today who has five siblings, and for whatever reason, that person was given away at two weeks old. I heard took her home different. And she said, Pastor Rusty, and it wasn't Cass. Wasn't Cass, because I already told you we had a conversation about baptism. What Cass? She said, Pastor Rusty, she said, it's gone with me all my life. Why? Why would my mother raise five other children and leave me to die abandoned in an apartment complex? Think about that. If this world has ever needed a friend, it don't need a Facebook friend. It don't need a TikTok friend. It don't need an ex friend, Twitter friend. It doesn't need a, come on, somebody hear me right. We need a friend that says, when you fall, I'll pick you up. When you're wrong, I'll tell you and then I'll write it. When your family's falling apart, I'll speak to your soul. When you're trying to go back to your old addictions, I'll take the wheel and steer you clear. I'll be the friend that protects you from the mob. 
on a stand. When your family's turned against you and everybody has misunderstood you, there is a friend. His name is Jesus Christ. And he's wise. He's wise. Before he ever made his first move, there was eternal wisdom present in his possession. said oh that cheapens God he's our savior he died on the cross you're going to preach him as a friend I'm preaching him personal right Right here right now if the only way I can see him is as a savior then all I'll ever talk to him about is things pertaining to salvation he wants to know about your family that's why your family's falling apart you only see him as a savior see him as a friend Talk to him about your job. Talk to him about your finance. Talk to him about who done you wrong. Talk to him about where you've been, where you're at, where you're going. I'm done. There is a friend, and his name is Jesus Christ. He'll never leave you, and he'll never forsake you. But don't be bothered when he corrects you. Wisdom just said that. If you won't take it, if you won't walk with me, if you won't listen to me, you'll be lost. And if you hate me for what I say to you, then you love death. That's the spirit of an everlasting friend. My, 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 my. I want to sing. Maybe, maybe ladies, you can grab your purse, whatever. Just get ready to go. We're, we're, we're fixing to leave here tonight. But I just wonder if just while they sing this one song and believe, if we just walk to the altar because I just don't want us to miss the opportunity and just talk to Him. People say, I don't know how to pray. It's communication. It's talking. When I get ready to pray, I say, Lord, I love you. And then I go right into whatever it is I need to say. Whatever I need to thank Him for. Whatever I need to tell Him about. Lord, let me do good today on my test. Let me do good today. Help me. I'll praise you. I'll be quick to love you. I'll be quick to tell somebody about you. You're my friend. I tell people about my good friends. I tell people about the people I trust. I can be in a circle somewhere else and say, hey, let me tell you about this guy. His name's Chris. He's my friend. His name's Bradley. He's he's my friend. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. Gerald, let me tell you about this guy. I met him out of He's my friend. If more husbands and wives would learn to be friends, they'd survive.